0: Hi, this is Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. I'm frequently asked what type of protein powder I recommend, and in today's show, I'm going to offer some tips on what to look for when selecting one. But if you're a longtime listener, well, if you've even heard a handful of my shows, then you already know that in general, I'm not a big fan of supplements. I believe that you're better off getting your nutrition from actual whole foods instead of processed pills and powders. And the truth is, most of us are already getting more than enough protein to meet our basic nutritional needs. On the other hand, I've also written about the advantages of diets that are a little higher in protein, more than the amount needed just to meet your basic nutritional needs. Eating more protein can help you curb your appetite, which can be helpful for weight management. It also helps support the growth and repair of muscle tissue, which can help you to get more out of exercise. Obviously, you can get more protein simply by adding more protein-rich foods to your diet—foods like eggs, cottage cheese, fish, meat, tofu, or legumes. Protein powders offer another convenient alternative. For example, a lot of traditional breakfast foods are high in carbs and not that high in protein, particularly the ones you can grab in a hurry. Adding a scoop of protein powder to a smoothie or to a bowl of hot cereal is a really quick and convenient way to get a little bit more protein into that first meal of the day. So, which protein powders are best? You'll find protein powders made out of all kinds of things, but the most common sources are soy, egg whites, and whey. Obviously, if you're allergic or otherwise intolerant of soy, eggs, or dairy, you'll want to avoid protein powders made from those, and vegans aren't going to want to use powders made from eggs or dairy. In addition to soy, there are vegan protein powders made from peas, hemp, and rice. Now, if you Google the search phrase, what protein powder is best, you'll come across all kinds of stuff, talking about glutamine this, and branched-chain amino acid that, and biological value whatever. Most of this is directed at competitive bodybuilders and those who aspire to be competitive bodybuilders. For those of us who merely aspire to visible abs or Michelle Obama arms, the differences between various protein sources are not that significant. All of them can help you to keep a lid on your appetite and all provide a good array of amino acids, the basic building blocks that your body uses for growth and muscle repair. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. So let me talk a little bit about how the different protein powders compare. Egg whites are a source of high-quality, complete protein that's very efficiently used in the body. However, protein powders made from egg whites tend to be rather expensive, and some people think they're not the best tasting options. Whey is a more economical source for high-quality protein. Whey, of course, is a byproduct of cheese production. And because we eat a lot of cheese, there's an abundant supply. Liquid whey is dried, purified, and concentrated into a high-quality protein powder, and it's kind of nice to think that all that whey can be put to good use instead of just being thrown away. Although it may not be 100% lactose-free, whey protein powder is unlikely to cause problems for those with lactose intolerance. Now, among the vegan protein options, soy will give you the highest quality protein, and it has the added benefit of isoflavones, compounds that appear to help regulate cholesterol and reduce the risk of heart disease, as well as offering some protection against breast and prostate cancer. But as I discussed in a previous episode on the pros and cons of soy, there are some reasons that I suggest you avoid overdoing it. In fact, I recommend limiting your soy intake to two or three servings a day. If you include a lot of other soy foods in your diet, you might not want to choose soy protein powder as well. Vegan options other than soy, such as hemp, rice, and pea protein powders, tend to be substantially more expensive and not quite as concentrated or efficiently absorbed by the body, but they still offer vegans a convenient way to enhance their protein intake. Whichever type of protein makes sense for you, look for a product with a minimum of bells and whistles. Remember, the goal here is to add protein to your diet. You don't need a powder that's also going to do your taxes for you. You'll pay a lot more for those fancy formulas with all the added herbs and extracts, but there's really no clear evidence that they add benefit. If you're looking for a protein powder that you can simply mix up with water, such as at the gym after a workout or on the road, you'll probably need one that has some flavoring. But if you're going to add it to a smoothie or cereal, I suggest avoiding the added flavors and sweeteners, and using fresh or frozen fruit or other actual food to enhance the flavor. And finally, even though adding more protein to your diet may have some advantages, protein still contains calories, and excess calories will lead to weight gain. So, unless you're trying to gain weight, when you add protein, you'll need to subtract something else in this case, I think it makes the most sense to subtract some of the starches in your diet to make room for that extra protein. For example, you might want to add a scoop of protein powder to your smoothie, but skip the toast. I have a lot more information about how much protein you should eat and how to incorporate more protein into your diet in my new book, Secrets for a Healthy Diet, What to Eat, What to Avoid, and What to Stop Worrying About. It's available at Barnes & Noble, iTunes, Amazon, or wherever you buy or download books. This book constitutes my essential guide to eating well and feeling fabulous. If you have a suggestion for a future show topic, or you'd like to find out about having me speak at your conference or your event, send an email to nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also post comments and questions on my nutrition Facebook page, or on the show's webpage at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And I answer a lot of listener questions in my free weekly newsletter, So if you've sent a question my way, just be sure you're signed up to receive that. Have a great week, and remember to eat something good for me.